Brotherhood, multiplication, restoration. We are Sin Network. We're a family, planting churches together. Join us as we hear from leaders of this movement from across North America and discover what it really takes to plant churches everywhere for everyone. Today we're talking with Chip Dodd, founder of Sage Hill Counseling Center about how emotional health fuels personal ministry. Chip, it's great to be with you. Thank you. Good to be here, Dottie. Most people know you as Chip Dodd, the author of Voice of the Heart. <laughs> yeah. I've grown to know you as a mentor, a friend, someone I look up to, inspire. You have helped, you know, God has used you to, to, to change my life. And I really just appreciate, oh, you know, man. what Thank you, you what you um brought and what you bring. And the to same. Me. Yeah. And the same. So, man, you have been doing heart work for many, many years. Yeah. How did how did you get what was your journey? You know, the journey, it, it, you know, there's always a longer story, but uh, short story uh, is raised in uh, a world of addiction. And then then the latter years uh, finished our upbringing in the age of recovery. Uh, and all of that affected my life like crazy, as you can imagine. I got into recovery myself in the late 80s, recovery of my own heart, mm -hmm. and then got a PhD in mm -hmm. counseling. Oh, after okay. all the years of all these different directions and so on. And, you know, when I was working on my, my doctorate, I was also uh, looking at life like it really is instead of like I'm educated yeah. to think. And I kept coming back to uh, it, our brains uh, don't matter as much as the heart of who we are does. Mm -hmm. Anyway, over the years uh, of working with people and so on, it finally finally hit me that um, the heart is a matter that matters more than our thinking. Yeah, And uh, that we, we continue to put figuring in the place of feeling and discount feeling as some kind of garbage or weakness or uh, neediness that makes us less than or uh, uh, weak or vulnerable, uh, negatively vulnerable. Yeah. So it, long story short, I ended up writing a book about uh, the feelings, yeah. the eight feelings. Yep that God has given us literally, I believe with all my heart, that God has given us eight tools mm -hmm. that allow us to live fully in a tragic place. You know what's interesting about that? We are two grown men, mm -hmm. former athletes. Yep. You more, you, you more, you know that. Sitting on the couch. Strong safety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But sitting on the couch, I won't call this a love seat because no, yeah. you know, we're still grown men. <laughs> but two grown men sitting on the couch talking about feelings. Yes. Like that's that's totally former athletes. Yes. Talking about feelings. That that is so countercultural. That's against all the rules. Yeah. All the rules, all the roles, all the scripts. And yet when when people don't tell the truth about what's happening in their hearts, I mean the longest journey a human has run away from is the longest journey we have to return to. It's 18 inches mm -hmm. from our heads to our hearts. And if we don't talk about what's happening inside of us, we're alone, yeah. we're isolated. And you know, in the scriptures, it's very clear in the book of Peter, it, it says, but beware dear brothers, for uh, the deceiver prowls about like a roaring lion, mm. seeking someone to devour. And the thing is, lions hunt for stragglers. Mm -hmm. And humans, human beings straggle or get left behind or leave themselves behind by being alone within. Not being known from the inside out, yeah. and and the scriptures, the, the Psalms especially, are full of of human being confession and admission of struggle. Yeah, 
the, even the struggle to celebrate. Yep. I mean, David was mocked by his wife for celebrating, right? Mm-hmm. So the and 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 God has called us to live fully between one and ten, mm-hmm. the depths of our griefs because we live in a tragic place, and the the swelling up of our celebration because we live in a place where victorious, incredible things happen too. I, I, I can't never I will never forget the first time that we met. We were you know in the room and I you unlocked the voices you know of the uh-huh. heart and you talked about this eight feelings yeah. and. You know, these are tools that God uses. And I just remember, it's like, man, like the scales falling down literally from my eyes and just saying, this is what I'm missing. Yes. You know, I've been to seminary. I've got master's degrees and all that. Yeah. When talking about theology. Yes. But I was just like, this is the anthropology that so many of us need. So just being able to say, this is what it means to be human. Yeah. You know, and the more of me that I can have is the more I can actually take to God. Yes. Um, Talk to me about that. Talk to me about, like, why... Is it important for us to learn this and, and, and specifically to destigmatize mm-hmm. this idea of the emotions, mm-hmm. our feelings? Yeah, it's like, a, a, you, you know, you use the word learn, which I agree, agree with, but it's almost like we've got to relearn. Mm-hmm. We've got to go back to how, how we were created. What, what I, I've worked with professionals mostly for the past 25 years, <clears throat> pastors, physicians, people in jurisprudence, people in academia, servant leaders, not the business people as much as the people who want to make a difference in life. And this is the big trap, the big tragedy that I've seen over those years, uh, you know, quarter century mm-hmm. and more, yeah. is that they, they started out with this incredible passion of heart. And because they, they didn't know how to do heart, they didn't know how to admit what was happening inside mm-hmm. of them. They weren't using their brains to articulate what was happening inside of them. They were using their brains to figure out how to accomplish. So what happens, so many of these, these, these uh, caregivers wind up running out of gas. Mm-hmm. They run out of emotional uh, capacity, right. burn out. Yep. Because, uh, uh, you know, the, you know the, the heart is the wellspring of life. We need to guard it with diligence. And if, if we don't know where the well is to replenish, then we can't go get the water that we wish to pour out on yeah. others. And uh, what's amazing about that is we can't give what, what we don't have. Yeah. <clears throat> and if every human being is not God, and if every human being is like a pitcher, okay, the pitcher is filled. And if you're a servant leader, you pour out what's in that pitcher for the day. Mm-hmm. And then when you turn it back up, it's empty. Yeah. And just how powerful the heart is, more than the brain, you know, brain heart, mm-hmm. is that that the, the 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 even the word encouragement means to have a courage restored, mm-hmm. because the courage that you had is now discouraged yeah. or low. Yeah. And isn't it amazing that somebody can speak a word, speak a, a comment, uh, give you a rub on the head? Or say, man, uh, like it has to be hard what you're doing, but I, I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, you said something not too long ago. Uh, we were doing a pastors group, and you made a comment to two of the guys in there: what you'd be willing to do, to do whatever you had to do, to make sure they were okay. Yeah. And I watched those two men. Uh, one grieve; they felt sadness about all the the days that they hungered for that to finally have those words touch them. And I watched them rise up with a sense of trust and confidence mm-hmm. because uh, they had been fed. Yeah. 
And what got fed? What, what, what passed between you? No touch, no food, no water, no drink, nothing material. But you're, out of your heart and your mouth went into their hearts and they rose from the dead, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And what happens is so often is that so many leaders uh, wind up burning out because they don't have the courage to ask for help. Mm-hmm. In fact, they even are raised to believe that if they ask for help, they're failing. And it's, I mean, Jesus said in the book of Matthew 18, 2 and 3, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, the greatest servant? He said uh, he had a child come stand with him. And he said, unless you change and become like one of these, you can't even enter the kingdom. You can't get what this life's about. Mm -hmm. So anyway, all these professionals I've been working with for years, all these men, these people I've been working with, the missing category is not a lack of wit, Mm -hmm. not a lack of toughness, not a lack of moral compunction but a loss of heart. Yeah. They, they lost the language that Jesus said, unless you change and become like one of these. And the expertise of a child mm-hmm. is the capacity to feel and say what they're feeling. So let's talk about that. The, the idea of guarding the wellspring of our hearts for caregivers who know and who counsel and who spend a lot of their mm-hmm. lives, you know, helping people to restore their heart. Yeah. Pastors, leaders, counselors, like, why is it so hard for them mm-hmm. to turn around and to do that work for themselves? Yeah, well, there's, there's, there's kind of like a, a, a quick answer and a long answer. But let's just say to make the long answer short, over the years, these, these people uh, see the world in pain. Mm-hmm. And often they were coming from a place of pain. And they, they really invested their worth in fixing pain. Okay, so then they go out into the bigger world to make a difference, but when the difference doesn't come like they thought it would, and it never does fully, mm-hmm. even if it's giant crowds, it still doesn't. Like Janice Joplin said, the loneliest place she'd ever been was when she left the crowd and was by herself, you know, mm-hmm. off stage. Mm-hmm. And she found heroin to be her, yeah. her best friend. Mm-hmm. But so many of these caregivers, they end up like, my worth is in the outcomes instead of my worth is inherent from God. Mm-hmm. And so when, when the dreams don't match the results, then they don't know what to do with the loss. And we know that with loss, there's sadness. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Dottie, if we really look at Scripture and Jesus' movements, this man, God himself, full of sadness, mm-hmm. how I've longed to gather you under my wings, the children of Israel, but you, would, you refused it full of loneliness, like I asked you to pray with me and now I'm suffering here in mm-hmm. Gethsemane, full of, full of fear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Full of hurt in terms of y'all betray me. I thought we were together and I, knew you, I know in my head you won't be, but my heart still is made for relationship yeah. with you and others. And he was so caring, compassion, so caring that he was willing to go to any length, any level of pain uh, for his people. And we, uh, and, and he was went away a lot to pray. Yeah. Spent a lot of time, you know, with, with God replenishing. Yeah. So caregiver's expertise, the expertise of a caregiver, if a, if a caregiver wants to really do something great, then know where the well is to replenish your own heart. Yes. Know where restoration is for yourself. Because the more you drain yourself, when somebody comes looking for a cup of water, you got nothing in you. You're faking it. Yeah. or making yourself. 
then your family suffers, and then you suffer, and then you start asking questions like, "What's the point? What's the yeah. purpose?" You know. Yeah. So tell me this: I'm a pastor. I'm a caregiver. I'm a leader. I'm like, man, what you're saying is right on. Like, mm-hmm. and I need to be released because I'm. I've been holding it in. I've been. I'm like the funeral coordinator. I've been the person putting on the wedding. Yeah. And when everybody else is wilding out, I gotta keep my wits yes. about me. Yes. But I'm tired. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm fatigued. I can't do this anymore. Yes. I need to guard my own heart. How? How does being able to communicate the voice of our heart, the feelings that yes. that are that we have. How yeah. is that helpful for us? Well, you know, Jesus himself, when he was done with the day, a lot of times he would go off. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, pastor, where does your day end? Yeah. And when you're done with the day, in spite of the demands, put up the phone and go be with God, go be with your spouse, go be with your children, go be with yourself. Yeah. And when you're doing that, tell the truth. But how do you tell the truth? Well, here's how to tell the truth. You tell the truth about what's going on inside your chest. Mm-hmm. And, and God has given us eight tools of communication, truth-telling to, 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 for our brains to use to articulate the experiences of our heart. And those eight realities, those eight tools are, are universal. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the world can see a picture of, say, a Korean mother uh, reuniting with this little girl. And we and, and she, her weeping and, and, and grabbing the child. And the child is weeping and running to the mother. And then they, they hug each other. We know by just that, that we know in this foreign country, let's say where we've never lived, we've never been, mm-hmm. right? Of another culture, or even another time period, we are touched if we're alive by going, that's sadness. Yeah. There's been a departure. There's been a reconciliation. There's been a comeback. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, and if we're alive, our hearts go up like, I know what that is yeah. if we've experienced it ourselves. Yeah. And that's where a pastor uh, keeps alive by being alive to remembering being human. Yeah. Like if he forgets sadness and is always trying to fix it, if he forgets his own loneliness and always trying to stop others, then he's trying, trying to stop the impossible yeah. instead of staying relational from his own awareness of his own humanity and therefore can have compassion towards other humans who are, like, suffering. So loneliness is understood and known, sadness, hurt, fear, anger. And you're saying, though, these are the tools. These, these are the are tools the, yeah. that God gives us. Yes. So in the book, you talked about the idea of eight feelings. These are the feelings. Yeah. Why not nine? Why yeah, not? Why seven? You know, like, and, and, why, you know, how, did, how did you yeah, come up with How? Yeah, how is it eight? I know, I know. And... Uh, um, that, that's the great question because it's like, it, all I can do is say, how come three primary colors? Or how come eight musical notes? How come certain numbers of teeth? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> but it, 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 if you can find more, then um, let's talk. Mm-hmm. Because I've, I, have, I have been looking and open to say, are there more? And, and it's like, that's, that's them. They don't restrict us, though. They don't put us in a box because, you know, those three primary colors, out of those colors come thousands of tones and, and, and hundreds. And out of those musical notes, we haven't finished the symphonies. But if we can't speak the truth of how God made us, then how do we get the needs met that we're made to get met, yeah. you know? Tragically, though, we live in a world where feelings are associated, like you brought up, you know, the athletes. Yep. 
You know, it's like we start breaking rules by saying, man, I'm hurting. Yeah. But you think about real warriors, warrior warrioresses. Mm-hmm. I mean, warriors get wounded, and that means they get hurt. Yeah. It means they, they go to battle and they experience loss. Uh, warriors uh, also have times when they want to go home so badly that, 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 that it's like they're, they, they get sick. Yeah. It's called homesick. Yeah. And so warriors need warriors. Like when that warrior's wounded, they need a circle of warriors around them say, we're watching out after you while you heal. And we're going to watch out for you mm-hmm. to make sure nothing happens mm-hmm. to you. And they know to do that because they know what it's like because they can look in the middle of that circle and say, someday I'll be in that circle. Yeah. And so I, 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 I will give to you what I will need myself, mm-hmm. and I will need myself what I'm giving to you. Yeah. Isn't it something that the golden rule? Yes. Do unto others as you have them do unto mm-hmm. you. And if we don't know the person on the street, the person we're attempting to serve, if we can't remember and we lose touch with what it's like to be human, then we're not giving them what they really need, yeah. which is a, the relational touch that brings them back to a relational God. Yeah. You know? I'm just imagining, like you talk about this, the stuff we're talking about is about being present, you know, going to a, a boss. Hey. Yeah. You make me sad. Yeah. You hurt me. This, this is a great like, question. So it's yeah. just got like, I mean, Wrong how? Person. Yeah, like how do you how do you really express this out like in yeah. real life? Yeah, like it, not in your fantasy yeah. world. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, it feels like you happen? control the world, but yeah. you, somebody you tell somebody you have fears, they go, oh well, let's change the world. <laughs> yeah, this isn't for babies. Yeah, and this is about replenishment, restoration. This is about redemption. You know, uh, recreation, so that we can go out and wage war not like the world wages war, but wage war with love. Like there are people you don't tell this to. You, 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 you are known to people who you want to know you, mm-hmm. and you're known to people who know them themselves. It's a, it's a circle of replenishment. The disciples got together and shared everything with each other, but when they went out into the world, they were as cunning as serpents and, and as innocent as doves. I mean, they... As Paul said, I'll be all things to all people. But when he sat down with his brothers, you know, I'm pretty sure he said some things he didn't necessarily say in public. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. He shared his heart. Right. Like he and Barnabas got into it. And was it John Mark? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like, can y'all not get this together? They were struggling around issues of the heart. You know, yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. Man, there's so much more, there's, so much more that we yeah, can just no, talk about. What, yeah. I mean, I would love to talk about it some more because as we yeah. even talk about this, the idea of trauma. You know, mm. let's take another some another time yeah. to talk about just the issues of trauma okay. and how emotions and feelings connect, you yeah. know, to us as we're dealing with trauma yeah. and traumatic, traumatic times. Definitely. So appreciate yeah. you. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks to Hottie. Good to see you. Good seeing you. <laughs>